QR codes or quick response codes. These are the little boxes you see everywhere that seem to have a whole bunch of different lines inside of them. Are they really much of a threat? Welcome to quishing. I swear some of this stuff just gets weirder. This is Cybersecurity Uncensored. Welcome to Cybersecurity Uncensored. I'm Logan, glad to have you. So QR codes, why are they a threat? Well, when you consider that they're a quick response code intended to redirect you to an application, a website or something else, then yes, they are very much a threat. That's where the term quishing came from. And like I said, it sounds funny, but it can actually be a lot more dangerous than it sounds. QR codes have been around since, believe this or not, 30 years. That's right. They started out in 1994, folks. QR codes were actually invented by a company called Denso Wave. Now, they're a Japanese company and they're a subsidiary of Toyota. And they were intended with the intention of making the whole manufacturing and inventory process a lot easier. It was probably into the early 2000s before telephones or mobile phones could actually start to recognize them. But whenever smartphones were invented, such as the current generation iPhones and Android-powered tablets, well, things really took off from there. QR codes very quickly became a matter of convenience to redirect you to websites, timetables, to send you to the latest sales, to open applications, and a variety of other things. All you needed to do was scan it and open it. It would be hard to believe that there's a person alive that hasn't seen a QR code associated with the COVID-19 pandemic over the last few years. Anytime that you wanted to go anywhere and you had to check in, you had to use one of these apps in order to recognize a QR code. It already had some of your details that it entered in, such as your name, phone number, email address, and it was very quickly gathered up and just showed the government where you were, what time you checked in. They use this for contact tracing. On that topic of contact tracing, and we haven't really had to sign in or log in anywhere in forever now, I wonder what happened to all of that data. There were some levels of assurance provided to us that that QR code data was going to be deleted after a period of time, but I actually wouldn't be surprised if that's sitting on a database somewhere, you know, for future research purposes or something else that won't be disclosed. Now, that's not a conspiracy theory. That's just me wondering what happened to all this data that gets gathered. Because like a lot of other data that's gathered from us, we have no idea what happens to it. And a lot of it is held with some layer of security around it to say we really don't need to know about it despite it being our data. Worrying about what the government is up to with our data is one thing, but you'll probably notice QR codes are very present. They're in advertisements, you'll find them on posters, billboards. People seem to print them out and stick them to street posts. It's pretty hard to go into a pub these days and not see a QR code on the end of your table. You have to scan, look at the menu, order and pay right from the comfort of your table. And that's just how comfortable we've become with QR codes. So what are some of the risks associated with QR codes? Well, they're hyperlinks and they can take you just about anywhere. So they could take you to a menu site or they could take you to an illegitimate website that's loaded full of malware. You really don't know until you open it, or do you? One of the shortcomings, and this might actually be more on us and how we handle things, is we just whip out our phones, open the camera app, scan the QR code, and then tap to open in our browser. Well, a lot of times we can actually preview where that goes, but maybe not just using our phone app, but have you ever considered using a third-party application on your phone to scan the QR code and then you actually have to select whether or not you want to follow it because it finally displays exactly where it's going? 
Yeah, most people can't be bothered. Odds are wherever the QR code is taking you is aligned with a business. Sure, it could be taking you to the train timetables or something like that. But more often than not, it's probably taking you to a website where you have to enter some details. Like, for example, your name, your phone number, and your email, even for something as simple as ordering off of a menu. Yeah, there's some that don't really rely on this, but they want to be able to align this with credit card details if you decide to purchase from your table. I do know some people that simply use it to browse the menu and then go and order from the counter. But there are some instances where you've already opened it, you've already put some details in, so you're already halfway down the road. In addition to taking you to websites and other types of links, QR codes can actually be used to install software and applications. All you need to do is scan it and it automatically downloads and installs the application. I don't know about you, but that seems pretty risky to me. Are you downloading a helpful app or a piece of malware? Because it's so easy to create QR codes, there's all kinds of sites on the internet and apps on your phone that you can quickly spit out a QR code. They're easy to make for people that want to use them for legitimate purposes and cyber criminals alike. Hey, you can even print them out and then stick them over the top of existing QR codes. Have you ever been to a cybersecurity conference and your lanyard has a badge on it that has a QR code? The intention with this is for other people to scan it to connect you. Have you ever thought about printing out a QR code to put over the top of that, perhaps sending somebody to a YouTube video and maybe rickrolling them? Or perhaps you could consider sending them to a security website and say, stop scanning mysterious QR codes. In any case, it's pretty easy to manipulate QR code technology by just printing something out and slapping it over the top. And because of that ease of use, they're very easy to distribute. You can quickly print them out on flyers. You can put them on posters, put them on websites. You can put them in social media sites. You can put them just about anywhere you think. I often walk down the street and I'll see a QR code attached to a pole, usually associated with a poster for a local band that's trying to get people to come to their gig. But you just don't know where half of those QR codes go. And I'm not really game enough to find out. I hope you aren't either. Let's also just consider that, you know, perhaps you're at the restaurant and what someone's done is duplicated the restaurant's website. Maybe it's one of these sites like Mr. Yum that seems to be used by a lot of local restaurants and pubs in order to order. What's not saying that I don't make a copy of that site and then backend it with a whole bunch of malware. So it looks like you're actually placing your order, but in reality, you're actually giving me your details. Now, just imagine if a bank decided to use a QR code for selling a product like a mortgage or an interest free uh, credit card or something like that. What's stopping a cyber criminal from printing out a QR code and putting it next to an ATM? Somebody might go in to withdraw some money for those of us that still do that sort of thing sees this offer on this wonderful credit card, pulls out their phone and gives it a scan. And unbeknownst to them, they've been had. In all fairness, I think businesses do a pretty good job of policing QR codes, but it is very much the Wild West that's out there. Generally, if you go to an actual website, like say Queensland Rail, and you wanted to pull up timetables, if there's a QR code, odds are it's probably pretty secure. But if it's just some funky social media website, I wouldn't really push my luck. Here's another thing to consider with QR code safety. What about accidental scans? You've just pulled out your phone, right? And you want to take a picture of something. But perhaps in the background, there's a QR code somewhere. And it happens to be close enough and in range that your phone picks up on it and decides it wants to open the application. So even if you're not deliberately trying to use a QR code, if they're in sight and you're using your camera, they might get picked up. Okay, so what's some of the things that we can do when it comes to QR code safety? How can we avoid Quishing scams. How can we avoid giving our data to cyber criminals? One of the things that you can do if you're insistent on using QR codes 
is to use a third-party application that's aligned with examining these QR codes. So rather than just opening your phone's camera and then simply going wherever it leads you, you open it with this third-party application, it tells you where it's going, and then you can make a decision. There's actually some safety applications out there that will actually sandbox this app to see where it goes. You know, almost like run a virus total check on the link to make sure that it's legitimate. You can choose to avoid QR codes altogether. You can just simply browse directly to the website because nine times out of 10, that QR code is just going to take you to a website. All it's done is it's made it easy. If you're willing to put in a little bit of extra effort, you can avoid them. Now, here's one that really kind of grinds my gears. And that's all these prizes and giveaways and lotteries and stuff like that use QR codes. Hey, you can enter this and win a $500 gift card or, or enter for a chance to win a free cruise or something like that. And these QR codes are everywhere. Sure, you can probably go directly to the website and then enter your details, but let's just think about it for a second. Whether you go through the QR code or whether you decide to go through the website to enter a contest, you're going to have to surrender some of your details to begin with. So, you know, is that a risk? Maybe, maybe not. But just check it all out first to make sure that the contest is legitimate. As many of you know, I've done a fair number of videos on scams, particularly on social media, with duplicated websites particularly trying to give away things, pretending to be someone as a celebrity or a well-known individual. And all they've done is copied a legitimate website. So do your homework and make sure that you're going to the right page. Now, if you really want to be old school, you can always walk up to the bar and place your order there instead of ordering it from the table and using the QR code. And if staff insist that, oh, just go to your table and order from there, I say, no, I don't want to use the QR code. I want to place my order here. If they refuse further, which is highly unlikely, they're after your money anyway, just go elsewhere. Of course, if you go to a traditional sit-down restaurant where they have a menu and table service, QR codes really aren't much of a problem. In some instances, you will actually run into places that say, look at the menu using the QR code, and then we'll come take your order. If you can get a paper menu, that'd be your preference. You should probably have the ability to go into your phone and disable QR code recognition. Yeah, it's going to be inconvenient, but it might be able to save you some headaches. It definitely lowers your risk from quishing. As for other places that might give away information like timetables and that sort of thing using QR codes, generally they'll have them posted in some way, shape, or form. Sometimes at the bus stop or the train station, they'll actually be on a display screen. Perhaps it'll actually be in paper copy, or you can go to the website directly. But if you can avoid using a QR code to get some of that information, I would recommend doing that. Another thing, and this is usually using your situational awareness, like I encourage you to do with a lot of other fishing, smishing, whaling, and spearfishing type of attacks, situational awareness might actually get you out. Does that QR code look unusual? Is it in an unusual place? If you go and sit down at a table and there's a QR code there, just reach out and see if you can actually scrape it off. It might be over the top of something. It doesn't hurt to check. As a general rule, if you scan a QR code and it takes you somewhere looking for login details or credentials or something like that, don't do it. Never surrender your username and password under any circumstances and make sure that you safeguard all of your personal information. Another way to avoid quishing attacks, and this is going to be standard issue with a lot of other cybersecurity, make sure you use unique, complex passwords on every single account. That's right, no reuse of your passwords. Now, how does that prevent quishing? Well, let's just say that you do fall victim to a quishing attack and they get their credentials for one account, then they can't engage in credential stuffing and use those same credentials against all of your other accounts. If you're wondering how to safeguard all of those individual unique passwords, get yourself a password manager. 
There's some really good ones out there and avoid using the ones that are built into browsers. And finally, multi-factor authentication can save your bacon. If someone gets your username and password and tries to log in, MFA can stop them cold, provided you don't surrender the MFA code as well. So basically good passwords, using a password manager with MFA can really help protect your credentials. And finally, if you see something, say something. This is a longstanding thing with cybersecurity. Make sure that you report any suspicious behavior. If you go to a bank and you see a QR code that looks out of place or a pub or any place where you see a QR code that doesn't seem right, report it. Okay, folks, that's a little piece on quishing, also known as QR code phishing. I hope you found this video helpful. If you do like my content, like, share, subscribe to the channel, cost you nothing, really helps me out. And stay safe out there. We'll see you next time.